The major cause of resets in all speedruns. What's the first major 100% run killer? All of them. Because at any point in time, me being a dipshit can just be like, I'm sick of this run. Too much time loss. I slightly stubbed my toe on a piece of wood. So embarrassing. It's true. Red Dead Redemption 3. If there is a single person at Rockstar that mentions Red Dead 3, they should just get thrown out a window. If any game is mentioned in that building that isn't GTA 6, thrown out the window. Person becomes rich with Doggo. I so envy that girl, that the girl with the um, Samoid, who's got like a million subs on YouTube or whatever. She's made like millions off just owning a dog. Obviously, I'm somewhat joking here. It would take quite a bit of effort to make the videos that she does, including making the dog act in the way that it does. If I buy a dog and show it on camera occasionally, all of its expenses will be like tax deductible, right? That's how that works. Men arrested and fined for eating a squirrel in front of vegans at protest. Basically, a dude went to a vegan market to protest veganism or something and just in front of a bunch of people who asked him to stop, started eating a raw squirrel. It's kind of weird. What do you think of the guy who got arrested for eating a raw squirrel in front of a bunch of vegans? I mean, if you're doing something intentionally to cause emotional or just cause stress in other people, obviously you're causing a public disturbance and should be arrested. Clearly behavior where you, you're intentionally for no purpose other than distress from doing some action. That's not something you want to promote in society. If he was just going about his business, uh, cooking his meal and people like, um, I have a problem with that. And you can just say, well, go fuck yourself. I'm just living my life. Don't look. And that's, you know, his business. Recognizing names in chat. Um, after a while as a streamer, you just begin to recognize names. Recognition is far easier for the brain than recall, right? If you would ask me yesterday, recall someone's name from chat that has Tyler in it, I would have had a hard time. But seeing the name, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember you. In the same way you couldn't list a hundred TV shows that you've seen. Well, wait, let's see, okay. Well, you might have trouble. Or a thousand, a hundred, I don't know, a hundred of something that you've seen or read or whatever. But you could recognize them if they were set, presented to you. Why Guinness decides who has world records. You know why Guinness has the authority to say what is and is not a world record? It's because they said that they say they do. Like from my understanding, people used to have bar conversations about, oh, you know, who has done this or done that and who has the record for this and that. And Guinness just took it upon themselves to start listing the records from people. And then they just one day made made a book and they're like, yeah, we can do we do this now. Waiting in lines. There is almost nothing in existence that is worth standing in a line for. You stand in lines because you have to, not because you want to or whatever. It's like, you could go to Disneyland and I'd be like, yeah, but I could just, you know, stay home and play video games. But Disneyland would be even fun. I'm like, yeah, it probably would. You know, for the parts that are fun, but the, everything else, the travel, the bugs and the fucking loss of money and the annoying people and the smells and the sweat everywhere and the heat and the lines all that would be so shit yeah i'd probably enjoy myself but at the same time i could just enjoy myself a slight bit less at home and not have to deal with all those bad things man gets 300 free first class meals fact or fiction do you guys remember that story about that guy who booked a first class flight and 
he'd go have dinner in the first class lounge where you wait for your flight and then he would rebook his flight and he did this 300 times so he got 300 free meals because the meal is free while you're waiting for your plane and then when he got invested they found out or whatever and he refunded his ticket for full price so he just basically got like 300 first class meals for free this is a story that gets put on reddit like every six months because such a funny story who knows if it's true though if it's just a wise wife's tale but i mean in theory there's like the reason why it's so believable is because in theory there's that makes perfect sense that you could do that at least once upon a time a part of what you get with the first class experience is less scrutiny less people bothering you about your shit and it's an automated process for rebooking so you'd think the staff would recognize him though after a while yeah that's what, that's what i thought as well plex yeah but i mean you'd imagine like as long as you're dressed to the nines or whatever that people go oh this guy just must you know fly there and come back to other means or whatever and maybe he didn't do it like every day and certainly discretion would be a part of it right like the staff wouldn't take it upon themselves to question some dude with a 15 grand ticket it's been posted on a few legit websites but has no names attributed exactly it's been around for so long and been noted by so many people that it could just be an old wives tale but who knows because it but it does seem believable as long as it's within a certain time frame of you know less scrutiny and da 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 in the airports because new sites are always corrected that's not what he's saying am so everything that is believed is believed within a certain realm of confidence so if if someone said to you a meteor hits new york you're really you turn on the news and no one's talking about it you look on websites see if anyone's written about it and no one has you'd be like okay if not a single news broadcast is talking about this i don't think it's happened it wouldn't confirm that it definitely had happened had if the news was if one news channel was talking about it if two were talking about it but it would give you a higher level of confidence or higher level of justified confidence that it did happen even seeing something with your own two eyes is not enough for you to be absolutely certain of anything it's just a matter of degrees of confidence based on on evidence that's why he made the statement where he's like a lot of legitimate news places are talking about it but there's no names attributed so he's like, oh, yeah, here's something in favor of this being true, but here's something in favor of it not being true, despite what was referenced. And as I've said, because why I said, I, it's, it's plausible to me based on what I know of the world, but I can't know if it's true because I don't think there's enough evidence supporting it. And as, as people pointed out in chat, there are, there are things that can make you skeptical. Like, why wouldn't the staff recognize him? How is he getting to the airport all the time? But those can be explained by, you know, as I try, as I said, first-class people uh, not being scrutinized and uh, just an earlier time where less stuff was recorded, well, worse computers or just, you know, less scrutiny in general at airports. But... Are public debates pointless? Debating is a pointless indulgence that never changes anyone's minds. I passionately disagree. A, de a debate can make people more aware of the other side. Um, and lead them to think about their own views or to do more research research on their own. It, it, it can also make the debaters themselves more aware of the points on the other side and could be a catalyst for future change. You, are, you aren't usually going to get a person in a debate going, wow, I've completely changed my mind. Because a person who's willing to debate an issue is usually a person who's, who's you know, fairly strong in their opinion on that issue. Um, but a person in the audience isn't necessarily as strong. You know, the, 
the middle 20% or whatever, who's like, who's like somewhat undecided. Debates are very, definitely useful. But I do agree that they're mainly for entertainment though. There are, there are good debates, as in two experts kind of going at it, or two, two, um, two people who, who are good at debating or have debating experience or whatever, kind of going at it. And then there's like the really terrible, completely useless debates, which is like Steven Crowder preparing for two weeks, memorizing cherry-picked facts, and then talking to someone on a college campus who has had no time to prepare any anything for the discussion. Uh, those debates are no, no value at all. They, they exist more to reassure people who are very insecure about their beliefs that, uh, that they have justifications for believing as they do, and that the people on the other side uh, have less justification. Because, like, where, where can I find the weakest possible non-prepared arguments by a person with no fluency in debating? Oh, yeah, Stephen, Stephen Crowder's channel. Great. I can sit there for 10 minutes and go, Oh, Ben, look how dumb this person is. The person who has had no time to prepare and has no debating experience. Clearly, the other side must be fucking stupid. The most boring thing about speedrunning. Don't you get bored doing these speedruns every day? Man, the most boring thing about these speedruns is having people come into the stream and ask me, don't you get bored doing these speedruns every day? If those people who asked that question didn't exist, uh, this would be heaven. It's truly the worst aspect of speedrunning. How, how many times do you think, Buffy, that, I, that I've had that question asked of me? I've had that question asked of me more than any other question, including what are the rules of the category? Do people walk into League of Legends streams and like, hey man, doesn't it get boring playing this game every day? I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't like it, dude. I don't get bored? No, I've never been bored in the entirety of my life. I have a rare condition where it's impossible for me to get bored. Captain Planet caused me to harm the environments. I don't know if it's because most baths are tiny. I don't know how a grown adult could be in a bath and really be comfortable. My father used to rent at a place that had a spa bar. And even that didn't feel good, you know? And yeah, baths do take more time, very true. I remember being a kid. I set the bath, and then I went to watch TV. And I was so engrossed in an episode of Captain Planet that uh, I flooded the entire bathroom. Because I, 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 I turned the water on to, to, to fill the bath, and I just forgot about it. Which is kind of ironic, because, you know, Captain Planet teaches to save water, protect the planet, and instead, he was partly responsible for me wasting water. My mother was not happy. Like, am I really to blame? Clearly, it's the people's fault who made such captivating television. Destroying pizzas while working at Coles, the supermarket. You forgot about a pizza you put in the oven? Dude, when I used to work at Coles when I was younger, I would walk to my dad's afterwards. Like, I work weekends, basically, and I'd walk to my dad's. I would, all, I would frequently buy myself, like, a McCain's pizza. And I would, I would put it in the oven the second I got home, and then pour myself a nice glass of coke, and then I'd go play World of Warcraft. And then like two hours later, I'd be like, I'm really hungry. Why am I so hungry? I remember I, I, I'd run out there and my, my pizza would be like a, a charred, burnt mass. Uh, I must have done that at least 50 times over the time of me working at Coles. Selling not safe for work art to make it as an artist. Not safe for work art sells more than safe for work art? Of course it does. The less likely people are willing to draw the pictures or make the art or whatever, the more you can charge for it, right? Who was that person who was in here before who said they were an artist 
And to kind of make it make ends meet, they had to uh, draw for furry porn, because it apparently is the art you can charge the most for. Or, or, or was it just for, like forms of erotica or whatever, like making ends meet on the internet as an artist without doing some not, not safe for work content? Niche fetish stuff is is tough apparently. You have to be really good or really connected or whatever. That's a meme from the internet. I doubt most people do that. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they did. I mean, there's not a huge demand. I mean, with with the rise of YouTube and Twitch and stuff, maybe there is a uh, reasonable demand. I'm not sure, though. I could talk to Grey about it. I mean, I'm not friends with Grey, necessarily. So maybe it'd be impolite for me to go, How are you doing financially? Have you drawn any dicks lately? How much porn do you draw to make a living as an artist? Oh, you want to see my dick portfolio? Let me grab it for you here. Always keep it on hand in case someone's interested. My dick folio. Working with people and kids in community work. I teach a fun science class and after school program to little kids. Oh, dude, that's, that's awesome. We do birthday parties too. I wear a lab coat and everything. That's, that's nice. That sounds like a lot of fun. When I went to a career counselor when I was 18 years old, uh, based on the the aptitude and personality tests and stuff that they gave me or that the woman gave me she suggested that i would uh i would enjoy working uh with kids or being in nursing or something or but i said to her like i don't think i'd be comfortable around people all day every day like i've always wanted to help people but i find people emotionally draining especially uh those who are, uh, are suffering i'm kind of empathetic and I feel what other people are going through. And so it makes it hard to be around people who are really having a hard time, you know? And I think if I ended up working in some kind of community service kind of thing, either I'd come to hate people or I would kill myself or something because I'd just be so depressed. And, and with, with kids though, kids are cute, but they can be real assholes, right? It's some, some kids are just it's fucking brats. And I don't know how I would deal with that, you know? You gotta have a lot of patience with kids. Uh, and kind of take the good with the bad kind of thing. I'm not sure that I could do that. Yeah, I'm sure there's ways to diffuse the situation and stuff, Kelly. I just don't know if I'd be, I'd be good at it. It's, it's clearly not something that is likely to happen for me. Besides, there's still a bit of a stigma around... Well, from what I've heard, I, I, don't, I don't know if there's this for certain. I mean, it's just, you know, around the water cooler. I'm not saying I've seen data on it. Or, or I've heard anecdotal accounts and stuff of uh, some people still not being being okay with men around kids. I'm sure that's not like everyone, but I would I I think I'd find it tough, even if one person like questioned my motivations or something, or you know clutched their kid when I came by. I'd be like, oh man, you know, that would hurt my feelings. One of the best perks of being a live streamer. One of the worst things about going out in public, it was thinking of what to wear and worrying about people going oh man that's what that, that's what Matt wore last time that's, that's what what's he doing wearing the same shirt every time and I love so much that I can live stream and wear the same thing all the time and while people will occasionally care, care and ask I'll be like it is a different set of clothing and it is I do change my tank top every day well most days better, better way of phrasing it I'm happy that I'm I'm beyond caring about that shit now I like not being uncomfortable that I have like 15 20 of the exact same outfit. It's all black. The similarity between resetting speedruns and getting drunk. Resetting speedruns, for me, is kind of like getting drunk. 
you have one drink, two, three, and then it's hours later, you're like 15 drinks in, you have no idea where you are, and you're like, how the fuck did I end up here? That's what I feel like right now. I reset one run, I'm like, ah, oh, the next one will be good. Reset another run. A few more resets is fine, you know, but we've only been here for two hours. Only been here for four hours, only been here for six hours. How the fuck did I reset for the last six hours? Where did that time go? Deja vu, the uncanny feeling you've already experienced something even when you know you haven't. I fucking hate deja vu. Creeps me the fuck out. My life is very repetitive. Life in general, most people is very repetitive. You do think about situations in the future, and of course, memory isn't perfect, your brain isn't perfect. But, but I mean, like, there's many different explanations as to why, why you can feel deja vu, but it just it just feels creepy whenever it happens to me. No, deja vu is when you feel like something has happened before, or that you've like dreamt it or whatever. I'll be like, I, I've, I've seen this. I've seen this happen before, and I'm now living it. What the fuck? Coincidence? Yes. 100%. People who binge watch my content. I always love when people say they're binge watching my content, because I love finding content to binge. It's so great. You're like, oh my god, there's like 50 episodes of this. I'm set. I, I like that I can do that for people. The original name for my subreddits. What's my favorite subreddit? Uh, Big Booty Bitches. It's true. I don't know why I went to that. I, I, I didn't even know. That. Is that a subreddit? Surely that's a subreddit. That was a big thing. You remember that meme back in the day? Where that dude... It was like... I think it might have been Ray William Johnson's most viewed video. I got big booty bitches. I got big booty bitches. You know? It's not a subreddit? Hmm. Damn. Well, I don't have a subreddit. So I guess we get my subreddit. Do you guys use Dark Web EU's subreddit? No, what's it called? Big Booty Bitches. Oh, that'd be, that'd be marvelous. Claims of bias as a counter for arguments. I have never liked the argument where it's like, a person makes an argument and someone fires back, but you're biased. The response to that is, so what? Am I wrong? Is my argument bad? Am I saying false things? No, but, but you're biased. And? Am I wrong? Saying a person is, a, is biased is not defeated anything. It's like when you, you bring up statistics and someone will say, Well, that, that place that put forth those statistics is biased. It's like, and? Are they wrong? Is there something wrong with their methodology? Well, but they're biased. And? If you know someone is biased towards an issue, if you have limited time to read information, or you have a wide selection of sources to choose from, of course you'd pick the least biased one. Because, I mean, that's most likely going to give you the good information, right? Or the more accurate information. But if you have more time, or someone's presenting you with a particular bit of research, saying that's biased in order to dismiss it is... I'm sure that's a fallacy that's got a name to it, right? So what you're saying is, if Fox News came out with a report just saying it's Fox News isn't a counter, no. But it would be... It's kind of, it's kind of, Okay, here's, here's the question. If someone says there are pixies under these rocks in this field, and there's 10,000 rocks, and you pick up one rock... Like, the, the person says, there is a pixie under every single rock in this field, and there's 10,000 rocks. You pick up one rock and you go, there's no pixie here. They, like, oh, no, 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 there is. It's the other rocks, just not that rock. Okay, pick up another rock. There's no pixie here, dude. No, no. The other ones, though, all got pixies on them. And you keep lifting up rocks, and there's no pixies. How many rocks do you have to pick up before you're justified in dismissing 
the entire field as being absent of pixies. I don't think there's a like an objective answer to this question. But if you have a source of information that is consistently wrong or peddling a false narrative or some such, there will eventually come a time where it would be just it'd be a waste of your time to continue to look at information from that source. Th this is what I meant by before where you know you have limited time to look at sources and you, and you have to you have to have some criteria that you can dismiss things out of hand or you could be there forever like you'd be reading some nine-year-old's facebook post about i know communism or some shit like it i gotta read all the sources man like straw manning what is straw manning straw manning is like a person says we should increase the amount of money given to fire brigades and a person comes back, this stupid idea that we should just give unlimited amounts of money to fire services. Complete nonsense, and here's why. And they explain. And it's like, well, the person wanted more money to fire services, but not all the money. Those may sound the same, but they mean very different things. And so the person knocks down their reconstruction, their, their misrepresentation of your viewpoint, and then pretends like they've knocked down your real argument. That's a straw man. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.